Let's get back to BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, presented by BetMGM. Uh, we'll get we'll get to the props in a second. So we can keep the music up, guys. Uh, so Bailey, <laughs> Bailey Zappi, as we went to break, through like just like a, like an interse- a fake spike interception into triple coverage. So the Colts win 10-6. Indianapolis is five and five, like in the thick of it, I guess. Uh, New England drops to two and eight, and like can like maybe the end as we talked about of the Bill Belichick era in New England. And, it, and I'll say it feels like this. Maybe he coaches the rest of the year. I would say that that's more likely than him getting fired or like mutually parting ways. Now it feels like this is it though now for Bill in New England, and that's kind of like dizzying to think about, right? You grew up a Patriots fan. We're all lifelong NFL fans. Like this is probably like we're watching like the end tier for one of the great runs in the history of sports. Right, and it's, I, I guess uh, I was trying to think about like other coaching runs and like how they ended, and like it, nothing ever ends like perfectly. I mean, you know, like even like from a player standpoint, like Michael Jordan goes and plays for the Wizards. You know, like there are parts of careers that you always kind of want to forget about when you think about like a player being good, obviously. But yeah, I mean, it was like Belichick and Brady together, and it was like here's the best quarterback of all time, and here's the best coach of all time, and they do all that they <laughs> lots of winning, hashtag winning, and uh, like they win and they win and they win and they win and they win, and then Brady goes to Tampa and he wins, and even at that point, I feel like Belichick's reputation is still so good because Mac Jones goes to the playoffs in his first year, the Cam Newton year was kind of whatever. There was also oh you know a global pandemic while all this was going on, and so Brady wins the Super Bowl, and it's like even if Belichick retires like around then, I feel like it's not a big deal. It does feel like, like the when the biography is written, like this is like, like, this is really really jarring. And by the way, like you'd be like, well, who cares about like his legacy or whatever? I'll tell you who cares about his legacy. He cares tremendously about his legacy, and it's like all you heard about for like three or four years. Like a big student of NFL history, actually did some really good appearances on like a lot of NFL Network shows the last couple of years with like the top hundred players of all time or whatever that was. And, like kind of like a, like talking about stuff. Like he's very aware of his own legacy as like maybe the best coach of all time. And you just you look at these last few years and it's you you said it during the break, like it's hard to come away with any other interpretation or translation of all of those years. It's just like it was Brady, like Brady was Brady was the best and they won because he was the best and all this other stuff was good, too. But he was the best. And like that, that's what it is now. And three years ago, if you said that, there'd be like a drag out argument among a bunch of people and not the case probably right now. And, and, And I was like, I was never like Bill better than Brady, but I was always like, they're both great. And They're I think I, I have to and like, yeah. but like, I think it's like a first round knockout at this point that it's Brady, right? If you well, it's at least a chapter of the book now. Like the book, yeah, the, if he retires, Brady goes to Tampa and he retires. The book's written. He's the best of all time. Now it's like the last chapter of the book and it's not yeah. a good chapter. No. Like it's just, and that's what it is. And he's still, obviously he's still like a, a very, a historically good coach, but just, you know, like think about the book. And now it's got this chapter at the end and it's like a really, it's like a rough chapter. And maybe, you know, now maybe the photo at the uh, to start the book is uh, shirtless on a ring camera in Nantucket, <laughs> leaving somebody's house. Uh, we'll see. Epilogue. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but it's pretty amazing that, like, you know, the Patriot way, like Josh McDaniels or Romeo Cornell, Charlie Weiss, uh, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, it seems like it only works if you have Tom Brady. Very interesting. All right, back to the props coming up for today. So we gave you the Bengals, thy Bengals, and thou uh, thou Texans. Now we move to the Saints and the Vikings. One yardage prop in this game. Uh, Cam Akers, like, unfortunately for Cam Akers, like, tore his Achilles again. Like, his career might be over, and, like, that's just, like, a statement of fact, unfortunately. Um, The Vikings added no other running backs, and they have shown no inclination to use Ty Chandler or Kane Wangwu in the running back group this year, which means that it's going to be the Alexander Madison show, for better or worse. Madison over. 
47 and a half rushing yards. I, listen, I, for what it's worth, I think Ty Chandler's good when I watch him play. The Vikings may not think so, but damn it, I do. I also don't decide who carries the ball. Ty Chandler, anytime touchdown, they're going to have to like, Madison is not like an every down guy. He's never going to be. Chandler, anytime touchdown. And now that KJ Osborne's out, when Osborne went out of last week's game, a wide receiver named Tristan Jackson, like Trish, like Patricia, Trish, T-O-N, Tristan Jackson, got a bunch of targets. Tristan Jackson, anytime touchdown today. Beer or pizza money for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Steelers and the Packers. Mike Tomlin might have said that uh, George Pickens complaining to the media, scrubbing social media of his uh, Steeler, anything Steelers related, a pebble in his shoe. It's a great line by Mike Tomlin. Also, like, the Steelers kind of, like, need George Pickens, you know, because, like, they, they're not good and he is. And Jair Alexander's not playing. So can you pick it to George Pickens today with no Jair Alexander? George Pickens over 43 and a half receiving yards. And look, like... I, I joked earlier that like Christian Watson's like basically like just like just gets annihilated every single game and is lying there like comatose on the field. I'm gonna be lying comatose on the field after this season if Christian Watson like never does anything. Uh, it's elementary, my dear Watson, to play him at a number this low. I hope that Love. I hope that he doesn't stink today. Can he just be like average today? Can Love be average? Yeah, yeah. To get Christian Watson over. 36 and a half receiving yards. One anytime touchdown. We'll go with Packers rookie tight end Luke Musgrave. Minka Fitzpatrick out. Call Holcomb out for the season for Pittsburgh. Improving the matchup for the uh, the Green Bay rookie tight end. Luke Musgrave. You know. Bill's son. Bucks and the Titans in Tampa Bay. Uh, Trey Palmer going to be active in this game for Tampa. He was questionable with an illness. 19 and a half receiving yards against the pass funnel Tennessee Titans secondary over on Trey Palmer. We did this last Thursday night. It hit. Both Derrick Henry and Tyje Spears get targeted a lot through two starts by Will. You'll love it at Levis. Henry, once again, is the lower receiving yards number. Derrick Henry over 11 and a half receiving yards. And then hold on for one more day. 21 and a half receiving yards. Bed over on Kyle. Not Wilson Phillips. Kyle Phillips over 21 and a half receiving yards. You know, Wade's son. Bum's grandson. Uh, Kyle Phillips over 21 and a half receiving yards. Two anytime touchdowns in this game. At Kentucky. I wouldn't know because I don't really, I didn't watch Will Levis at Kentucky. I'm not really grinding the college football tape. But everyone tells me that Will, you'll love it at Levis, has above average athleticism. It's time for him to use those wheels. Will Levis, anytime touchdown. And then the hashtag fantasy community loves coming into the year. Chigakonkwo. He's actually finally starting to come on, playing a ton of snaps. He gets targeted by Will. You'll love it at Levis. No touchdowns this year. That changes today. What better place than here? What better time than now? Chigakonkwo, anytime touchdown for the Tennessee Titans. Niners and the Jaguars. Debo Samuel, catch and run on this Jaguars zone defense. I might be climbing the ladder on Debo Samuel. Now we got to find a way, no matter how many miles it takes. Debo Samuel, over 46 and a half receiving yards. And look, like Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley, they're lined the same. I disagree. Kirk's been a lot better this season. Kirk, over 53 and a half receiving yards for the Jaguars. And it is my sense, the Prop King sense. Christian McCaffrey's been getting a billion carries this year. This is a team with Super Bowl aspirations. Maybe the Heap Kiss keeps playing 100% of the snaps. My sense is that they'll start to dial it back as we approach the playoffs. Eli Mitchell, anytime touchdown for beer or pizza money today for the Niners. Ravens and the Browns, no yardage props in this game because I can't make the case for anybody because, you know, both these defenses are really good. Two anytime touchdowns, though. 
Keaton Mitchell. Let's go back to the well on Keaton Mitchell. Scored last week. Keaton Mitchell, anytime touchdown. And then I'm, I'm going to play this until it hits or I'm broke. Cedric Tillman. David Bell is inactive. Marquise Goodwin's inactive. The Browns traded Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions because they like the rookie receiver out of Tennessee. Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman, anytime touchdown for the Cleveland Browns. Falcons and the Cardinals. Man, if I'm wrong on this, it's going to really tilt the you-know-what out of me. I, I have heard that Arthur Smith received a talking to from Brass, the Brass in Atlanta. I am thinking that this will mean Bijan Robinson gets the ball more. That's my sense. I could be wrong. Bijan over 81 and a half combined rushing receiving yards. And I want to profit if this is the Bijan breakout game in terms of touchdowns. So I'm going to put some beer money on Bijan two plus touchdowns at BetMGM plus 700. And then if like, and in the unlikely event that Bijan scores three times today, in which case the earth will spin off its axis and careen into the sun and we're all dead. But let's at least win some money if and when that happens. Bijan, three or more touchdowns today, plus 2,200 at BetMGM. These are not meant to be big money bets, but if if this is going to be Bijan's breakout game, I feel like it might be. I want to profit off of it. That's the pen. Here comes Tyler Algier at the goal line nine times, which could very well happen today. Obviously, it's been happening all season. So the yardage prop I feel good about. Let's take a shot at a couple of the touchdown props. Uh, Lions and the Chargers. Quentin Johnston stinks. Not very good. But this week, he ain't going up against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed for the New York Jets. He's going up against a softer secondary for the Detroit Lions. The Chargers need him today. Like, they need him. Everyone's hurt. They need him to play well. Johnston, over a low number, 31 and a half receiving yards. And then Joe's grandson, Jameer Gibbs. Like, I know David Montgomery's back. I understand. And Montgomery's going to be the short yardage and goal line back. But didn't Jameer Gibbs show like show enough that this is not going to be like a 70-30 split in favor of Montgomery? I think so. And I'm willing to bet on that. Jameer Gibbs over 62 and a half combined rushing receiving yards today for the Lions. And I'll play a DPJ. Uh, bang! Over, uh, but not over. Uh, anytime touchdown. Donovan Peoples-Jones, anytime touchdown. The Lions traded for him, I think, is a vote of no confidence in Jamison Williams. DPJ. ATD for DL. That's the Troy Lions. Cowboys and the Giants. If my theory is correct, and I have like kind of bet on this in a number of different ways, that Rico Dowdle, hit him with the Rico. The Rico Dowdle is going to start taking away work in between the tackles from Tony Pollard. If that's true, they're 17 and a half point favorites today. You would think that maybe Tony Pollard eats early but Rico Dowdle's going to get the chance to eat as well. So let's play Rico Dowdle over 24 and a half rushing yards. We'll get to the touchdowns in a second. Also, like, Adoree Jackson's not playing. Don't we also all kind of agree that C.D. Lamb is kind of, like, ascended to, like, new rarefied air at the receiver position? Where he kind of, like, now needs to start being mentioned in the same breath as, like, the truly elite receivers in the league. Now with, like, Dak even playing even better. His receiving yards prop is 77 and a half, and like maybe Dallas is up like 28 nothing in the first half, and he just doesn't play. It's possible. So like I'm not saying this is a lock. Nothing's a lock. I'm gonna play over C.D. Lamb 77 and a half receiving yards, and then we will play a couple last touchdown scorers today: Rico Dowdle and Deuce Vaughn. Deuce. Dallas is backup running backs. If they're up big in the fourth quarter, and like Tony Pollard's not in the game, Dowdle and Deuce last touchdown scorers for the Dallas Cowboys. Couple more games here. Get him into a Benz out of that Dotson. No. 
Today, it's Dotson over Benz. Jahan Dotson, over 44 and a half receiving yards for the Commanders against the Seahawks. 18 targets in his last two games. Dotson, over 44 and a half receiving yards. And then, I actually think this is my favorite prop of the day. No, the prop king, excuse me. The prop king's favorite prop of the day. And it's the Jets-Raiders game. Brees Hall, yardage prop tonight, 65 and a half yards. I, I think he hits 80, like, easily. And I could be wrong, wrong a lot. 65 and a half over rushing yards tonight for Brees Hall. My favorite yardage prop of the day emanates from the Jets Raiders game. And those are thy royal props coming up for week 10, NFL Sunday. All right. In the time we have remaining in this segment, Ken, we could have a teaser conversation. But first, uh, what is the Ken Barkley underdog money line parlay for week 10 in the National Football League? Yeah, it's funny. In terms of the teasers, I, I don't know if there's like a lot of good options left on the board. There are certainly a couple that we can talk about, but the, the money line underdog parlay for this week. Uh, I was searching for a third leg. Like, what do I want? I know the two. I was like sure of the two that I wanted to include to start out with. Uh, Minnesota home against the Saints. Easy, like leg number one to include. Like, yes, a plus money at, at home against Derek uh, Derek Allen. Uh, love that. Dad, yeah, Derek Carr and Dennis Allen. So Vikings are leg number one. The Tennessee Titans will be leg number two now that that's in like two and a half, three range. Uh, I get going at Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I get to be a dog against Dennis Allen and a dog against Todd Bowles. Seems like a pretty good idea. And then the third one, I thought about taking a shot on Cleveland, but just like the offensive lines beat up and the numbers getting worse, like people are betting Cleveland. It just doesn't seem to be like, I feel like you're not getting your like bang for your buck if they end up like honestly pulling off like a really surprising upset. You're going to get two to one on that to put it in the parlay. And I can't pick the Giants. Sorry, everybody. I can't. 17 and a half. I can't do it. Uh, I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers today okay. against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, like, if I'm looking for, a, like, a valuable price to include in this kind of a thing, yes, the Steelers have won a lot of games, close games late. They've also won a lot as a dog or, like, as a small number. This is one of those rare games, like, they're expected to win, like, a good amount of the time. Typically not a great situation for Mike Tomlin. Also, they're bad. So like I get you know I get a money line price against a really bad team like plus one forty five plus one fifty albeit with another really bad team. So the three legs for this week I thought about Washington. I think Geno and the offense are just gonna smoke in that game. I think that's like it's just hard to imagine the Commanders defense holding up. But I thought about that too. Uh, three legs for the money line parlay. Vikings at home. I, if the Saints win this game by a lot, I'm like I'm de- I get the dunce cap on Monday. I'm dead wrong. I think the Vikings are winning. Vikings money line. Titans money line, which I don't like quite as much, but I think needs to be included because of the price. And then I'll take Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers because I think the price is really good against a team that's bad that gets outgained by every single opponent. And for people wondering, they'll listen to the show this week. Like if they wanted to sub a team out and put the Broncos in, you'd be down with that? I'd rather play this than put Denver in because now the prices on Denver are not very good. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, but I like Denver I'm in picking, the game. I- I'm taking Washington to win, so maybe like my version of the underdog money line parlay, I'll have the commanders in there as well. I want to play an extreme outcome in that game. And just like very quickly, is there a teaser that's worth placing right now at current numbers? I haven't even looked at the boards okay. in a couple minutes. So, obvi- <laughs> so I haven't looked at anything. Is there anything good? Uh, we have like no big favorites this week aside from the, the Cowboys, and the Bills are seven on Monday night. So it'll never be more than seven down. You have a lot of these small dogs you could play up. I, I Like honestly... I don't have any in the account this week. If I don't have any account, I, I probably can't tell you to have any in the account. All right, that's it then. And that wraps up our teaser conversation for Week 10. On the other side, best bets for every single game, side and total, to wrap up the Week 10 NFL Sunday edition of You Better You Bets Countdown to Kickoff. <laughs> 